Once you see what you actually are, that you're an infinite, limitless being, you'll see that nothing exists outside of you. I'm your host, Derek Grant, and this is the Pathway to Your Results Podcast. Welcome back to the Pathway to Your Results Podcast. I am your host, Derek Grant. Uh, thank you. Thank you for joining me again. We're back. This episode, um, I was just thinking. I was one day. I was in the shower. That's where I do some of my best, some of my best thinking. Um, everybody has their their think tank. That's my think tank. So I, w- I was sitting here. I was in the shower. I was thinking about um, just some situations that had arose, not only in my life but other people's lives that I had known, and you know they were perceiving their situations as being bad. And I I I was you know I always try to look at everything in life from an objective point of view. I, I always say I like to look at life as a squirrel would look at it or a deer would look at it, like like an animal, like looking at everything neutral and then consciously choosing the perception or the, the perspective that I want to choose it from. So I had some people over the last couple of 24 hours telling me how, you know, this is bad and this is bad and this is happening and this is happening. And I, I, I took a step back and I'm like, wait, okay, understandable why you would perceive it that way. But really, is it like bad? Is it really bad? And we've talked about this and duality and how uh, the law of polarity and understanding the universal laws, how every situation really just is, but then it's our perspective, albeit unconsciously, we usually choose. That's what determines how we experience it. And so we we say a situation is bad, it's because we unconsciously chose to perceive it as being bad. And I'm, what I'm finding out with a lot of young people, I'm, and I say young, I mean, I'm, I'm almost 40, I'm 39, but I say people usually 30 and under. They're not quite grasping just because there just hasn't been enough life. And I'm not trying to make it sound like I'm, you know, this whole mighty sage that's lived life and all this. But what I'm learning is, is the less experience you have, the less perspective you have. And the less perspective you have, the less you have the ability to consciously choose how you choose to perceive something. So the only reason why I say that is because I started thinking about in the shower, I'm like, well, we know that dark comes before light. We know that the quote unquote negative comes before the positive. So if that's the case, the bad times in life are actually just portals. They're gateways. They're gateways to the good times. They're gateways to the success. So in order for me to win, I had to first lose. Losing was actually the portal, the gateway, the 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 the, the tunnel for me to find the win. But what happens is it's so long, so so many of us, we, ha- we don't have the correct perspective from the higher vibration, from the higher vantage point to be able to see how it's actually working for us. So now we perceive it because it's unconscious. We perceive it as being bad. And now because we perceive it as being bad, we experience it from a lower vibration. And we know that all vibrations carry a frequency and light frequencies will attract light frequencies. So now we're caught up in this perpetual cycle of creating our reality because we're living in a state of unconscious negativity. And I say negativity. I don't mean bad. I say negativity in terms of uh, on the scale of consciousness, you're at a lower place of fear, of, of shame, of guilt. So you have less willpower. So you have less grit. So you have less persistence. You have less might to pull yourself up out of it. So 
I'm talking to anyone who has ears. I'm talking to anyone who um, has the ability to uh, allow this to register and seek in. I'm actually speaking to you on a spiritual level to get you to understand that anytime you go through a hardship, anytime you go through a struggle, this is merely just the universe's way of ensuring that you will find out more about yourself. That you will find out more about yourself. And then through finding out more about yourself, you will gain more self-awareness. See, what people don't realize is human beings were so unbelievably special compared to other creatures. Because not only do we have a level of awareness, self-awareness, we have the ability to be aware that we are aware. Let me say that again. You have the ability to be aware that you are aware. But what happens is, and we talked about this on you know, a couple episodes before, we live out of the unconscious because it takes less energy. It takes less energy to live unconsciously than it does to live consciously. It takes more energy for me to consciously choose and have a disposition of saying, wait, this situation is neutral and perceive it how I choose to, as opposed to just running with what the collective unconscious does and just say, oh, this sucks. This is terrible. This is awful. I can't believe this happened. This That takes more energy. So I say this because this is your responsibility to right the ship to turn the ship around. This is your responsibility to grab the steering wheel and say, no, I'm not going to choose to perceive this as being bad. Instead, I'm going to ask myself, what is this really trying to teach me right now? What am I really supposed to extract from this? What am I really supposed to get from this? I I told you about the situation with me years ago. I sit and reflect quite a bit, but I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, why did that really happen? What was the whole point of that? Why was I... uh, why did I get involved with this person? Why was I um, down this rabbit hole and, and meeting with the FBI twice a week for nine months? Why was this going on? Why did this happen? And, I, and, and, and I'm asking, not from a worldly perspective, I'm asking from a spiritual, from a mental, from emotional. It had to have been the inner part of me. And once I had got to that point, now I could see how that situation was actually working for me. But it would take me to reflect. It would take me to consciously choose to look at this way. So when something happens, let's just say you lost your job. You lost your job. Or he left you or she left you. Whatever the hardship is. Understand that this was just the beginning of the rebirth of the new you. See, before uh, creation But before construction can take place, there needs to be deconstruction. There needs to be the tearing down of the old. The only way something new can be is is when the old is, is torn down. So what we're seeing in our world right now is the old paradigms. The old, uh, the, the old paradigms of separation. We're seeing, we're seeing uh, uh, this dualistic way of thinking of, oh, well, you're a Republican and I'm Democrat. Oh, well, you're Russian and I'm this. Or you're gay and I'm straight. Or you're black and I'm white. We're starting to see it start to crumble. And it seems like chaos. It seems like it's a mess. It seems like things are going, going to hell in a handbasket. But this is the universe's way of balancing things out. We had to tear down the old so we could build the new. You can't build the new on top of the old. You see what I'm saying? It's like a house. When you build a house, if there's a house already standing there, you got to tear the house down. You have to tear the house down. So this is what's happening in our world. And this is what you had to do in your own life. So I say this to young people specifically. 
You had somebody who built your house. They did a fantastic job. It was your mom. It was your dad. It was your pastor. It was your religion. It was your society. It was your culture. It was your race. It was your political affiliation. Everyone was building your house, building your house, building your house, building your house, building your house. And with this house came its own set of rules and its own set of perspectives and its own set of self-perceptions and its own set of self-worthiness. And it came with all of these other facets that you did yourself did not come up with. So now you are pre, pre, uh, um, dispose or predisposition. I'm making words up right now. I'm getting going. I'm sorry. But this, my point of this is you are preconditioned. You are preconditioned to think a certain way because of the environment that you grew up in, how you were taught. But I'm still here to, here to tell you, you can shift that. So when something happens, you don't have to view it as being bad. You didn't have to. Believe it or not. I told somebody this the other day. They looked at me like I was crazy. They looked at me like I was crazy. A situation that happened to them was really, really tough for them in their life. I said, you know, you don't have to view it this way. They could not believe that. They could not, they could not, they could not grasp it. They couldn't grasp it. They were like, what, 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 I don't, what do you mean? Well, you mean I have a choice? I don't have to look at this like this? No, you don't have to look at it like that. You've been gifted with the ability to perceive. This is a higher faculty of the mind. Perception. You could choose how you chose to perceive something. This was what we call free will. You had the choice on how you experienced it. Based on how you viewed it. So don't view the, the, the quote unquote bad as being bad. It's just the tunnel. It's the gateway. It's the walkway. It's the driveway. It's the pathway. To what was next. And what was next was going to be at a higher vibration. So long as you use this quote unquote bad the way it was supposed to. See the bad forced you to go inward. The bad forced you to ask yourself questions and reflect on your parts of yourself that you had never really wanted to. So what, 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 and, and here's the other thing too, okay? Because someone asked me a question the other day. They said, does God punish us? I said, all right, well, let, let me, let, let's think about this, okay? I'm just, I'm just a lonely old human being here. I just live in Indiana. I'm nothing, right? I'm, I'm nobody. Why would, why would, why would this divine, I'm going to use this, this sublime being. Why? Why would it punish something like me or you? Why would it? See, this is a program. This is a program. You're coming from a lower state. You're coming from a lower state. So when I think something's punishing me, that's because I subconsciously think that I'm worthy of punishment. Do you see? Do you see? This is the collective, the collective unconscious, as Carl, Dr. Carl Jung uh, described it. So if I think that something is punishing me, I'm actually saying that I'm worthy of punishment. This universe is merely cause and effect. Period. Period. So there is no punishment. There's nothing. Oh, I was getting punished for what happened. There is no. It's just simply cause and effect. This is what we call karma. See, Americans or Western people have this. We don't under, They don't really understand what karma is. Karma is just simply the law of cause and effect. That's it. For every cause, there's going to be effect. And for an effect, there's going to be a cause. So when we sit here and say that we're being punished, that's because we don't understand and we don't see the full gambit. We don't see the full picture. Someone asked me the other day, said, well, is faith is faith a mental condition or is it just being delusional? Well, it, it depends. See, what happens is, is what we, what we don't realize you're actually a human being, human being, human being, human being, the physical plane, the 3D plane, being being the spiritual plane, the 5D plane, the non-physical you, the invisible you, 
right? One is one is perceived by the five senses. One of them is not. Okay. So when we think that faith, if we ask that faith is a mental condition or it's delusional, delusion is basically you not recognizing the, the spiritual, the unseen. So if I live in a state of delusion, like uh, uh, I'm living, I'm being delusional, people will think that I'm delusional because they cannot see the vision because they're going by the 3D plane first. They're living from bottom up. You had to live from the top down as above, so below. So spirit, mind, body, spirit, mind, body, spirit, mind, body, spirit, mind, body. I had to live from the unseen. I had to be the being first. And then I lived down. This was the top down light. This is how you created harmony and balance within this existence that you had. But if I'm being delusional, faith was you living from the top down. What's deemed as being delusional is living from the is, is because somebody's projecting from their perspective because they may live from the bottom up. So when I say I'm going to do this, this, and this, and it has not been done yet, I look like I'm crazy. I look like I'm delusional. I look like I'm nuts. But really, I'm just exercising faith because I know that nothing in the physical world can be brought into existence without first passing through the spiritual and mental plane. Do you see? So here's why I'm telling you this, because no matter what happens in the physical plane, you had to guard the mental plane because the mental plane was what determined the physical plane. So when something, quote unquote, bad happens, it's not really bad. It's just because on the mental plane, the lens of how you view life is being that's the lens that you're viewing it through. Do you see? So you don't have to choose it that way. So here's what I do with every situation. I've had opportunities that I thought were going to happen and they didn't happen. Opportunities that perceive that from my vantage point, that if they would have happened, it would have propelled me and, 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 and put me in opportunities and situations to continue to help on a mass level. But they did not happen. So I had to remind myself. I had to remind myself. It was going to happen exactly the way it was supposed to happen when it was supposed to happen. And if it did not happen, that means it was not meant to. My responsibility was to consciously choose how I perceive the situation so that I would experience it from the highest vibration. Do you see? We go back to what we say, like what we get told, like control the controllables. That's what you had control over. That's what you had control over, how you chose to perceive something. So when something happens... You have an experience. No matter, I don't care how traumatic it is. It does not matter. It does not matter. Even in that moment, you still have a choice on how you perceive it. And how you choose to perceive it will determine how you experience it. So you're going to have to flex one of these mind muscles. You're going to have to get it up, up out of the dirt. You're going to have to pull it up out of the dust and use this mind muscle of willpower to hold that thought of saying, you know what? This is working out for me. This is working out for me. Even when it does not feel like it. It's working out for me. Even when it does not look like it, it's working out for me. Even when it doesn't look like it's ever going to work out, you must still affirm to yourself, it is working out for me. And you have to say it until you believe it. And when you believe it, you will know it. And when you know it, it is done. This is the part that's really fascinating to me with human beings. We have the ability to live life like Without the physical plane, you don't need a body. You don't need a body. That's what the ego had done. So amazingly, it was so tricky to make you think because the ego lived in the mind and projected itself on the body. It made you think that you really needed a body for this existence. You don't need no body for existence. You see that every night that you go to sleep at night. 
Every night that you go to sleep and you sit there and dream and your body's rendered immobile, but yet you will have these dreams just as real, quote unquote, real as can be. You never, you didn't need a body for existence because that's not what you were. You were a psychological being. Period. Period. So when you understand that, that, that you're not actually this physical plane, that's the last, that's the effect. You had to guard the mental plane. You had to guard your perceptions. You had to guard uh, uh, and exercise willpower. You had to strengthen your imagination. You had to to, 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 to to strengthen and develop your memory so you could invoke gratitude and be thankful for all the experiences that have molded and shaped you to be who you are today. Because nothing was wasted. Nothing is wasted. Absolutely nothing is wasted. I don't care where you're at in life right now. I don't care if you're quote unquote in a good place or in your bad place. If we were to take one thought, emotion, or action out of the equation of your quote unquote past, you would not be who you are today. And who you are today is part of the past that is going to create the best version of you that is on its way. Come on now. Ain't nobody trying to hear me right now. You're not trying to hear me. It's always working out for you. It always is. It always will. It will always work out for you. And if it's not working out for you, you need to affirm yourself and remember that it's it's on its way. It is working itself out because the dark actually came before the light. If you just look at the story of creation in the Bible <laughs> and God said, let there be light, which meant there had to have been darkness first. Good God almighty, ain't nobody trying to hear me right now. There had to have been darkness first. <laughs> if this was the creation, if this was the creation and there was no and there was no light. And there was no light. And God said, let there be light. Let there be light. Let there be light. Meaning universal consciousness said, let, let, let this first thing, the first creation, the first cause, let it be light. That means there had to have been darkness first. So know that darkness will always come before light. Good will always come before bad. The positive will always come before the negative. The deconstruction will always come before the creation. Huh? Do you see? So if you're there in that space that's dark, if you're in the space that's heavy, if you're in the space that it seems like, oh my goodness, the stock market, all this stuff is going on. I don't know. My world's crumbling. Interest rates are stuff. My, 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 my wife is leaving me. My husband doesn't want me anymore. My child is sick. Understand. Understand. That this is the procession before the quote unquote good comes. This is the procession. This is the thing that precedes it. In the time until it shows itself. In the time before it shows itself, it is your responsibility to consciously choose to perceive it as working out for you. I'm, I, I, we, we've taken, we've taken a, a bit of a detour here in season three. I told you in season three we were going to go deep. I'm, I'm just, I had to, I had to. I've been having to fill you in. We went deep and then we, we kind of pulled back a little bit, went a little deeper. Now we're, we're pulling back here the last couple of weeks, but the last couple of episodes, I want you to, I had to get you to a certain point, right? I had to make sure that because we, we went deep really early, you got the foundation. I'm just letting you know from, from, from this episode, after this episode, we're going even deeper. Okay. But before I could take you even deeper, I had you to first get you to understand some stuff. Here's the other thing too. You have the ability to let go of things. You don't have to hold on to something. You don't. You don't. You don't have to hold on to something. You don't. You can actually let it go. I don't care what happened. You don't have to hold on to it. You can let it go. 
You can let it go. I know. I know. I know. It feels hard. It feels better just holding on to it and resentment and all that, right? And hate. But you can let it go. You have that choice. You have that power. You don't have to hold on to stuff. So when stuff really, really bothers me, when stuff really bothers me, you know what I do? I first ask why. Why does this bother you, Derek? Why does this bother you, Derek? And then the next thing I ask myself is, or I ask Derek, can we let this go? And 100% of the time, the answer is yes. It's always yes. Yeah, we can let this go. Okay, well, why won't we? Oh, yeah, Derek, you think that if you hold on to this, this will make it, make it, this will make you right. Or this will make them, this will have them feel more pain. No, 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 no. Let's just let it go. Because it's doing nothing for you. This is the power that you have as a human being. And, 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 and here's the thing. I don't care what's happened. It does not matter. You still have, will have the power to let go. You will still have the power. I told you in the last episode how we need to start thinking of these six mind muscles of memory, imagination, intuition, reason, uh, willpower, perception. We need to start looking at those six, those six uh, faculties of mind. Think of them as muscles. And they need development. They need development. So if I have a weak perception muscle, I need to develop more. I've been doing a lot of stuff lately to develop my willpower muscle because I'm finding that willpower is the thing that's, that's going to get you over the hump. Willpower is your ability to hold a thought. Willpower is the ability to, for you to have faith and keep it there. Willpower is the same thing that you use to have fear and you hold it there. So if I can strengthen my willpower muscle, I can consciously choose where I give my awareness, where I give my attention. You see, so I can live from my imagination no matter what's going on right now, no matter what life looks like, no matter what the bills look like, no matter what my health looks like, no matter what my marriage looks like, no matter what it looks like, I can still hold hold that thought of everything is working itself out. Everything is working for my good. I can hold it there because I've strengthened my, my muscle of willpower. And when you strengthen the muscle of willpower, you'll have, to be able, you'll have the ability to let go. You'll have the ability to consciously choose on how you think. That's all it comes down to. That's it. That's it. Thought is everything. This universe is mental. This is the number one law, right? First law of the universe. The, the universe is mental. It's one big, huge mind, period. And thought is the creative force that, that, that is implanted into this universal mind that we're living in. So your thoughts are everything. Your willpower is the muscle for you to be able to steer those thoughts. I know I'm jumping around a lot. But what's my point? What's my point of the whole thing? No matter what you've gone through or what you're going through right now, listen to me, hear this, put the speaker up to put the squeeze the headphones tighter, turn the volume up in your car. No matter where you're listening to this, listen closely. The story's not done yet. It's not over with. If it feels like it hurts, if it feels like it's hard, that's because the story's not done. Let the story continue on, and then you'll see why. 